Welcome everyone to the We Hate Sports Podcast, episode 57. I'm Hermie, your moderator this evening. And as always, your lovely hosts are PC. I'm PC. I think I speak for everybody here when I say, Hermie, we are so glad to have you back. Can't wait to see what you provide for us on the episode this week. Aww. All right, TK. Aww. Now, where's my 20 bucks you, you told me? To, you Bro, pay me what? Um, I want my <laughs> Not y'all betting on me. Oh my god. Okay. Um. Well, your next host is not lovely anymore. But go ahead, TK. Well, I will remember that, and your number is getting blocked. But um, ladies and gentlemen, we are about to enter a Super Bowl that does not include Tom Brady in it. Let that sink in, bro. Like, let that sink in. No Tom Brady, a playoffs with no Aaron Rodgers. And now, listen, the Bengals, I need you to do one thing for me. Take Patrick Mahomes down this week. Keep it going. We took Tom Brady out. We took Aaron Rodgers out. Let's get Patrick Mahomes out. Also joining us for this week's episode is going to be our G-man, Gianni. Um, this past weekend, football was just amazing. This was the best weekend ever. All right, and we also have our resident troll, Trey. Rogers, get him up out of here. He's a damn bum. He sold. He sold. Everyone knows he sold, and I can't wait to expose him. Ooh. Okay, and we also have Sean. Um, Gianni stole my talking point. I was going to talk about how grateful we should all be to be football fans in this current era because this was just some amazing football this weekend. Um, yeah. Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, two of the best quarterbacks in the league. And Trey should respect Josh Allen. All right. And last but not least, we have Tolu. Oh, fantastic weekend of football. NBA, Adam Silver. Please take notes, because that's how you sell your product, and not the super team-ish. But that being said, the Cincinnati Bengals, your reign of terror, is coming to an end on Sunday. I'm telling you, you guys are going to get 50 balls next Sunday, and I cannot wait. <laughs> Joe Seisky, Joe Burr, how about everyone shut your ass up, boys? <laughs> Well, that was quite the intro. <laughs> All right. Well, um, as PC was saying, I am glad to be back, guys. Thank you guys so much. Um, I missed you guys, but I'm back. And, yeah, getting back into the moderating game. My voice is finally good now. So, yeah. So, anyways, um, we do have... YouTube. We do post our highlights on YouTube, so go ahead and subscribe to us, follow us there, so you can get notified whenever we post a new video. And we also have Twitter, and we did also start a TikTok. And there's some funny videos on there, and that's also going to have, you know, special exclusive content for our fans. So make sure you go over there and follow, and see what's out over there. So let's get into our episode this week, guys. I'm pretty excited. Lots of good stuff, like the boys were saying. It was a really good weekend for our football. And, of course, we're leading up to the Super Bowl. So we definitely have some stuff to talk about. So let's start with our questions. 
And the first question is going to be for everyone. So Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers took on Jimmy G and the San Francisco 49ers in a divisional round matchup Saturday and were shockingly defeated 13 to 10 thanks to Robbie Gold last second field goal. Does the loss say more about Aaron Rodgers or does it say more about the 49ers defense in all? I'm going to throw it to you, TK. What do you think? Man, this is just, it's, it's honestly, I think, like, it, it still hasn't hit me that Aaron Rodgers is really, like, like, not in the playoffs anymore, bro. And I think it's because Tom Brady is also not in the playoffs at the same time. Like, we lost literally two goats in the same week in the football, bro. Like, you got to love the NFL, bro. But um, as far as the question, I'm going to have to lean more on saying it's more on Aaron Rodgers simply for the fact that you only managed to put up 10 points, meaning you, Aaron Rodgers had absolutely nothing to do with uh, the only touchdown that they did score, which I think was the Corey Dillon touchdown run or something like that. Somebody could correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure it was Corey Dillon. Um, for, you to be the, for you to be the MVP of the league, bro, and to only put up 10 points, well, I'm not saying I'm not taking anywhere, anyway, anything away from this Niners defense because I think we all know that they're deep at the top tier. <clears throat> I think we all know that, but I just feel like Aaron Rodgers, as the MVP, as the way that we praise this man on this podcast, the way that we fight against people like Trey on this podcast, bro, and we praise this man and we say he's the closest thing to Tom Brady besides Peyton Manning. And we say this about Aaron Rodgers and we say that about Aaron Rodgers and we say Aaron Rodgers will be able to do it this year. I mean, we said the same thing last year and Aaron Rodgers disappointed us last year too, man. Damn it, Trey, bro. I, I mean, I don't know what it is, bro. Maybe he does need a new team. Maybe he needs a new atmosphere. I don't know what it is, but Aaron Rodgers, bro. God damn, bro. Two MVP seasons in a row, bro. Two. Two. And you going home in the divisional round, bro. You didn't even make it to the NFC Championship this time. You went home in the divisional round, bro. You put up 10 points in a snow game where literally you, you are known to have your best games in these snow games. At home, and you put up 10 points, bro. You balled out all season and waited to have your worst game of the season in the playoffs. I mean, I can't even say anything about it, bro. I can't, I can't sit here and say, oh, Aaron Rodgers, oh, oh, he'll get him back next year. I, can't, I mean, anything that Trey's about to throw at Aaron Rodgers, I just got to sit here and listen to it. Aaron Rodgers, it is your fault, bro, because you only needed to score one touchdown. You needed to score one touchdown in a four-quarter game, 15 minutes long, my guy, and you couldn't score one touchdown. It's on Aaron Rodgers, bro. I don't want Aaron Rodgers as a Bronco. That has nothing to do with the question, but I'm just saying that right now. Aaron Rodgers, I don't want you in Denver, bro. I, I just don't. I, I don't want you to make me think that during the season, we win 12 or 13 games, then we get to the playoffs, and you pull the same exact ish that you're pulling with the Packers, bro. Because it's going to happen. I mean, I can't defend it, bro. It's like three, it's two times, then it's three times, then it's four. Trey, bro, you are right, bro. You are right. Like, I, I, you are right, my guy, and I hate saying that, bro. But this is all on Aaron Rodgers. Um, you can easily say it's on the special teams if anybody wants to switch it up. Special teams made a terrible play uh, with the block punt. But Aaron Rodgers, you had to score one touchdown, bro, in a four-quarter game for 15 minutes, and you couldn't do that. This is all on Aaron Rodgers. All right. And Gianni? Do you agree with what TK said? Um, I agree with TK. Um, honestly, to put 10 points in a home playoff game, you're the number one seed. 
you're 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 like six point favorite entering the game. And I don't think the Niners. I know the Niners are hot, but to me, they're not exactly like a team to me that like they're not like a Super Bowl team like like two years ago, honestly. And you wasted the opportunity um, right here at home. You had home. You had the home field. You had the snow in your favor. And you couldn't even pull it off. Um, I think Rodgers, I, I was looking at Rodgers' playoff resume the last couple of years. It's not good. 7-9 after, you know, the lone Super Bowl he won. Not good. I think, I think we should blame Rodgers, honestly. Because you could blame the special teams and everything, but every year is something, honestly. And I think Rodgers needs to be accounted for. You you, you want to know something? The, the Niners offense only scored two field goals. Just two field goals. They didn't even – the only touchdown was, you know, the special team blunder in, the, in that fourth quarter, and that's it. Like – you have to be able to put more points and, and just put, you know, the foot on the gas. Like, the first drive, they score a touchdown. And after that, all you can do is just one field goal. Just one field goal. That's it. Only three points they were able to put after that great first drive. I think the excuses is enough, all right, with the excuses. I think there's no more excuses for Rodgers. I just want to say one thing that Gianni pointed out also. Um, Gianni said something like um, the, the excuses have to stop and everything. I think what made, what made people like me and Gianni stand up for Aaron Rodgers also is one year it will be the defense that failed him. This time, you can only blame Aaron Rodgers. You can't blame anybody else. Like, even with the special teams blunder, you can, you can only him do his job as the MVP of the league. Okay. Um, PC. There were so many points in both of your guys' statements just now that I disagree with fully. I'll start by saying this. When you are the MVP of the league, you are expected to put up more than 10 points. And Lambeau, a snowy night, frigid temperatures, Aaron Rodgers, you can make the argument, should put up more than 10 points in a home playoff game. With that being said, football is a three-unit sport. One person does not win you a football game. When one unit of the team is not producing to a level that they should be producing at, it is up to the other two units to pick up the production of that unit and help their team win the football game. In that game, the Packers special teams not only left three points on the board at the end of the half on the block field goal, they also gave up the only touchdown that the 49ers had in the entire game, which tied the game essentially in the fourth quarter. Neither of those part neither of those muff punt the the block punt or yeah, the block punt the turn for touchdown and the block field goal, that was not Aaron Rodgers' fault. That's number one. Now, to answer the question, I think it's time we stop saying that the 49ers are just this, not this good of a team. Did you know 
that the 49ers defense is the only defense in Aaron Rodgers' playoff career to hold them under 13 points. Did you know that the 49ers defense sacked Aaron Rodgers four times in that game? Also got a fumble forced from Mercedes Lewis. You're right. The 49ers offense did not produce in that game. Jimmy Garoppolo was horrible in that game. That's what that is the that is the reality of the situation. And like I said, you can keep making the argument that Aaron Rodgers should put more than 10 points in that game because that is his element. But Aaron Rodgers is one man. Aaron Rodgers ain't the whole team. And while Aaron Rodgers is the MVP, yes, he should not have sole responsibility for this loss. But we all know that this was a blatant team loss here by the Green Bay Packers. The entire team, not just Aaron Rodgers, had three weeks to rest, to heal. They were the healthiest team in the playoffs. You saw the 49ers at the end of that game. All right. Debo Samuel hurt. George Kittle limping. They had players on defense hurt. Jimmy Garoppolo wasn't playing up to the level that he was supposed to. Really, you can make the argument the only guy that has shots of giving them points at the end was Robbie Gold, which he did. Which he did. So I think it's time we stop talking about how much of a fraud Aaron Rodgers is and how Aaron Rodgers did not provide for his team. So we stop talk and we start talking about how great this defense for Ayers is. That's why I think about it. I, I like like I said, you can keep making the argument Aaron Rodgers should put more than ten points. That was a defensive throughout. And there were so many opportunities that Aaron Rodgers gave the Packers to put points in that game. And they didn't. They simply didn't. You know, and sometimes that's just how the game of football goes. And fortunately for Aaron Rodgers, that's how it went for him Saturday night. But I'm not saying, and I'm not saying before anybody starts criticizing my take, I'm not saying Aaron Rodgers is innocent. Aaron Rodgers should play better because he is the MVP of the league. He has proved that. He is a first ballot Hall of Famer going to Canton the day that he retires. He's earned that. He's earned that. However, 10 points in his element in a home playoff game, unacceptable. But to say that this is entirely Aaron Rodgers' fault, when literally the special teams only put out 10 guys for that final play, on that game-winning field goal against the 49ers, you're going to try and convince me that this is all Aaron Rodgers' fault? Come on. I'm not so I'm not buying that. One bit. So PC, before we move on, PC, PC. <clears throat> you said a couple of things that really stuck out to me. One thing you really one thing you said was one man cannot win a game. I'll have you know that yesterday there was a game and a man by the name of Tom Brady who literally brought his team. Nope, nope, nope. Wait, 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 wait. I didn't we did wait, you wait, know. wait, 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 TK, wait, TK. wait. Wait, okay. wait, no, wait, no, wait, no, no, DK, because you know that you're playing a dangerous game. What am I waiting for? You know, you're Why am playing, I playing a dangerous, dangerous game? You know, that Tom Brady, you know that Tom Brady is the one man that can help his team 
single-handedly uh, win a football game. Uh, Tom Brady. Okay, all right, only all right. So then I got. So then I He's got the nothing. Big dog. I got. I got nothing then. All right. He's the greatest quarterback of all time. He's the greatest quarterback of all time. You saved yourself, PC. I, I was I ready mean, to go in. I mean, but still, Patrick Mahomes got his team to dub. He got him down. Even Josh Allen was playing great, and y'all know how I feel about him. So I mean, Joe Burrow got again nine times, still won the game, but nine times again, still won the game again. Two, co- two completely lead, different right? games. Fifty touchdowns. Two completely five interceptions. Two completely different games. When it matters, nowhere. You know why it was nowhere? Because he's a fraud. And this is what he does. Three straight years, PC. Trey, Three Trey, straight years. Trey, she's, she's going to let you go. But, like I keep saying, two completely different games with three completely different quarterbacks. And let's be real, Ryan Tannehill played his worst professional football game Saturday. Okay? He did. Play his worst professional game. The first, play, the first play, he picked it off, dude. Like, he had an interception. Like, come on. Jimmy G played equally as bad as Tannehill. Still a winner. Yeah. I, I, you're a, you're a really praise Jimmy Garoppolo no. for picking up the victory team. No. Did That's Jimmy Garoppolo help his Aaron team? Rodgers was too. Let's be let's be honest. Fraud. Let's be honest. Because because Aaron Rodgers didn't play oh, horrible in the team. I can't wait. I can't Aaron Rodgers said Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Did not play a card in that game as y'all think he did. Aaron Rodgers didn't even have an interception in that game. You want to know what Aaron he Rodgers did? He didn't have a touchdown line? either, but he was just. No, no, let, let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Aaron Rodgers in that game. I'm not going for it. I'm Aaron Rodgers in that game, 20 for 29, 225 yards. That's not, that's not a bad stat. I don't know why you're laughing. That's not a bad stat. It's not good either. 20 for 29, 225 yards is bad. How many touchdowns, PC? Yeah, all right. And like I like I've already said, he could play better. He could he could have given this team a touchdown. He actually had a touchdown to Aaron Jones, and for whatever reason, Aaron Jones decided to cut back in the middle of the field. All right, and that's of the the strip sack, which of the field goal that got blocked. So once again, I, you can keep pushing your, your agenda for Rodgers and I how will. you should play better, and I know that you will, but the fact of the matter is that the Packers left points on the board, not just Aaron Rodgers. You can keep saying that Aaron Rodgers should have done more, but in that defensive game where the 49ers defense was swarming, once again, I'll repeat it again, they're the only team Aaron Rodgers has faced in his playoff career that have kept him under 13 points. Uh, like, and come I, on. And man. I would like to go now. So, Hermie, announce the next person. How about Aaron Rodgers? City of Green Bay hates him. I hate him. His parents hate him. He may hate him. You know who loves him? Kyle Shanahan and the 49ers. Man, 0-4 against the Niners in the postseason. That's bad. Losing to the likes of Colin Kaepernick and Jimmy G. You got someone, MVP, right? Most valuable player. There was nothing valuable about that game. On the drive, after 
not after, before the 49ers scored that touchdown off that block punt. It's up to Aaron Rodgers and the offense to move downfield and get points. So the game is out of reach at that point. It, at least a field goal would have helped. It doesn't happen. He takes a sack at his own 10-yard line. You can't do that. Cannot do that. And Aaron Rodgers, we praise him for doing this, doing that. He's supposed to be this GOAT. But when he gets into the postseason, he always loses. One Super Bowl appearance in 17 years. Not one win. One appearance. That's terrible. For someone of Aaron Rodgers' caliber, and it's not like they've had bad teams around him. He's always had a decent team his whole career, except for when he first started. That was about it. He's had the offense. He's had the number one team in the league the past three years. Still nothing to show for it. And I mean, people can make excuses for Aaron Rodgers all they want to. He's a fraud. This is what he's known to do. And I mean, TK, Gianni, they pretty much said all the points. It's unacceptable. You're the MVP. You need more than 10 points to win a game, especially if you know your defense has not been able to crash that because they did hold them to, like, two field goals. That's it. 40, not what matters. The Packers was moving down the field a lot that game. A lot. They couldn't finish. They could not finish. You know why they couldn't finish? Because Aaron Rodgers is not a leader. He's not. Okay? Let's just put that out there in the air. Rodgers is not a leader. He leads his team to the locker room. When they get their asses whooped. When they get sent home. That's where he leads the team. Okay? We've seen this time and time again. And I just can't believe that we all make excuses for this man. Still, this year, it's no excuse. Last year, you could say, oh, he went up against Tom Brady. Yeah, that's true. He went up against Jimmy G. Jimmy G. If two field goals is enough for Jimmy G to beat Aaron Rodgers in that top-ranked offense, that number one seed in the NFC East, then I don't know what to tell you about that, man. I really don't know what to tell you. How much more help do you want? You have a top 10 running back, top three wide receiver. You had a good tight end. You have other pieces around you that put in work. I mean, you have a decent O-line. Like, at this point, we just got to stop making excuses for him. The defense didn't show up. You can say that. Special teams, right? You mentioned they only had 10 people on the field on that last kick. Shoot. They had 11 people on the field two kicks before that. They couldn't block those either. So what makes you think that one man is the difference, huh? What makes you think that one man is the difference? We got to look at Rodgers. Rodgers could not score. The most important part in the game. And you take a sack on third down at your own 10-yard line. You know special teams is not playing good. Why put them in that position to go and put you, keep you in the game? That makes no sense to me. It makes no sense. He Rose actually didn't take missed. a sack on third down, Reeds by the way. Were being messed up. It wasn't a sack. It wasn't a sack. What was it then? Because I do remember. It, it, was, it was an incompletion. It was an incompletion mm. to Adams. He tried going deep. Mm. Incompletion. I mean, balls on Rogers, right? I said that. Balls on Rogers. So once again, PC, you just can't tell me you watched that game and you think that Rogers should not be held accountable. 
I didn't say that he shouldn't be held accountable. I said well, that I'm the team he should also be held accountable. You know why? I said I said that the whole team years, needs to be held accountable. Three straight years in the three straight years of the Trash. number one team in the NFC. There's literally Trash. no excuse. No Let me excuse. ask you something, Trey. Let me ask you something. What do you feel? How do you feel? What do you think about the block field goal and the block punt by the Packers special team? What do you I think feel about like if the offense was doing what they were supposed to do? No, 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 that no, wouldn't no, have no. been a factor. I asked, wouldn't have been a I, factor. I didn't ask for the offense. It I didn't ask for the offense. Is it you not up? Me, you is it not the up? offense has to take is the field before special up? teams takes the field. So I is mean, it not up the punt to team the only entire comes team out if the offense is not doing what they're supposed to do? Is it not up offense, to the entire right? team? Rogers is definitely on offense. Trey. He's above. He's Trey. at home with us. He Trey. sucks. Trey. He does this every. Trey. Trey. Is it not up to the offense? Is it not up to the entire team to do their job? Is it not up to the entire team to do their job? It's up to the entire team to do their job. And Rogers did not do his job. Which is why they had to punt in the first place. Fraud! Fraud! If, if, if the entire team did their job, then that block punt doesn't even happen. The 49ers do not return that that block punt. No, let me finish. Let me finish. No, 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 no. Let me finish. Let me finish. Because my once you when you talk over me, my thing does. My voice doesn't come up in the recording. So let me finish. As I was saying, if the special teams do their job. And the plot and the punt doesn't get blocked. The 49ers don't get a touchdown in that game, and we are having a completely different conversation right now. Simple as that. So what you're saying is, if Aaron Rodgers led the team downfield and did what they were supposed to, that field goal wouldn't—I mean, that punt wouldn't have got blocked. I—I I, I yes, don't. We don't know that Rogers for certain. Is the quarterback right? We don't know that for certain. Charge of the offense leading them down the field. So I mean. If they go three and out, you gotta, it's partly his fault. I mean, I mean, what do we what don't know do that for sure? You're going off what do you want to say? He's a fraud. Three straight years of this. You're going off what ifs, man. The what if, the what ifs is what you just said right there. But the it's fact of the matter is, if that, if that it's punt, his job, his job blocked, is to score touchdowns. The fact, the fact is, the fact is, if that, if that punt doesn't get blocked, then we are having a completely different conversation right now. You're going off what if the punt did get blocked because Aaron Rodgers in the offense couldn't do anything on offense. He's a fraud. He's we a are fraud. having a completely different conversation. We are having a completely different conversation. Go host some game shows. You're done in the NFL, bum. That's what he is. That's what he is. A Let's go. Let's go to the next person. Fraud. Okay. Um, Sean, who do you agree with? So we've been on this topic for a long time. So I'm not going to go too far. Trey, TB, TK, they talked about it enough. But I hate to say this. I agree with Trey. I like agreeing with Trey, but in this scenario, I do. I think for a lot of his career, Aaron Rodgers has been slandered for playoff losses that were not his fault. He didn't deserve that slander. He played great, and the team let him down. This game, I think the opposite happened. I think his team, especially the defense, played very good, he, he let, and he let them down. He needed to play better. He shouldn't have taken as many sacks. He shouldn't have been forcing the ball to Devontae Adams. He should have been willing to take the checkdowns, willing to take the open passes. He didn't do that. 
He tried to play hero ball, and he let the team down. Aaron Rodgers is one of, if not the, no, definitely not the, but one of the greatest quarterbacks of our generation. He needs to play better than this. The 49ers defense absolutely deserves credit. He needed to play better, and he let the team down. And he is the biggest reason why they lost that game. Special teams is probably number two, but Aaron Rodgers is the biggest reason. And he should be thinking a long time this offseason about what he can do better next year. Okay, um, Tolu, who do you agree with in this debate? You will never see me agreeing with Trey, but I will agree with Trey on this one. Aaron Rodgers, he sold. <laughs> he felt the pressure. Um, he's 0-4 against the Niners in his playoff career. I mean, like Sean said, he was forcing the ball to Devontae Adams. Um, he, he let the team down. He let the team down, and you're the MVP of the league, and you can't even get out of the, the, the divisional round. So that's – and that's just – this is just not acceptable if you're the MVP of the league. So this this one's on Aaron Rodgers. All right. That was a pretty good discussion. A lot of things were said. <laughs> a lot of people not agreeing with people, but that's all right. That's why we're here. Um, so let's get into the next question. Moving on from the first question, and we're going to be going into it a little bit more. What should Aaron Rodgers' next move be? Stay with Green Bay? asked to be traded or should Aaron Rodgers finally hang up the towel and just leave football altogether um I'm gonna throw it to you TK what are you thinking about Aaron Rodgers next move I mean I personally don't care what he does I'm gonna make my answer short and simple as long as he doesn't come to the Denver Broncos um if I'm having to pick an answer I'll just say just stay with Green Bay I guess um don't do that to Devontae Adams. I think Devontae Adams gets ends up getting franchise tag. I don't think they're gonna I don't think the Green Bay Packers are just gonna allow themselves to lose to, to just to lose out on Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers. So I think what they're gonna try to do is um franchise tag Devontae Adams as a way to try to keep Aaron Rodgers around. Um and yeah, just kind of hope that it works. But just anything but Denver. Please, 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 please. Aaron Rodgers, do not come to Denver, bro. I think he should stay in Green Bay. Um, he has one more year in his contract, and they can tag like like um, TK just said. They can tag Adams, run it back for one more year, and see if, if they can get through. All right, and Tolu. I'm gonna keep it a buck. I really don't care, but if I had to choose, probably stay in Green Bay because they're not losing Devontae Adams. Like that's the best receiver in football, so they're gonna tag him. So, I guess run it back with Green Bay. Okay. Well, let's get into the next question. And this one's also quite a big topic in the football community. I'm going to ask PC, Sean, and Trey. Is Mahomes and Allen officially the new Brady and Manning? Meaning the rivalry. And, yeah, I want to know what you guys are thinking about this one. So, PC. Do you agree with this statement? Um, absolutely. Uh, I know the Lamar stands and the Raven fans are going to be upset about that. And, you know, that's understandable. But until Lamar can actually make an AFC championship game, it's going to be um, Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen as the ultimate rivalry, the Brady and Manning of this generation. Um, I mean, we've seen it year in and year out now. 
um, with Brady, or excuse me, with um, Allen Mahomes. Um, they gave us all-time classics in the playoffs. What can I say? Yeah, yeah no, um, no, 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 buddy. You're not just going to disrespect Lamar Jackson like Josh that. Allen, Josh Allen hasn't made it to an AFC championship game either, so don't disrespect Lamar Jackson like that ever again, bro. Ooh. No, no, no. You're not just going to disrespect Lamar Jackson like that ever again, bro. You're not going to disrespect Lamar Jackson. No, 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 no. You're not going to disrespect Lamar like that. No, 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 no. You're not going to mention. Wait,
You can you can say that after this game on Sunday, it's it's officially on the way, bro. But like literally, Lamar. Listen, first of all, you said something earlier, Lamar Jackson. You can't say you can't use the second round shit against him. He was hurt this year, so let's let's we can't say that because who knows what he would have done this year. I mean, we could be having a conversation where the Ravens are in that position. It's what ifs. Against, exactly, it's, it's what ifs. It's what ifs. So, TK. It's what ifs. That's exactly. what you're talking about right now. And you're okay, talking okay. about Lamar Jackson. And you're talking about Lamar Jackson, the guy who hasn't had his team pass the divisional round. Like I said, it's not disrespect. It's just the truth. I'm not trying to slander Lamar when I say that, but the only rivalry that we talk about when it's Patrick Mahomes and Lamar so Jackson is in, the, it's it in the regular season. Let's keep it's it in off the Lamar season. then. Let's keep it off Lamar. I need to know, right. what about, again, Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes, when you see them, makes you think Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. Like, I just need, I just want a direct answer on that. What don't you see that makes you, that gives you Manning and Brady vibes? They're constantly constantly meeting the playoffs every year. It's the second time that they face each other in the playoffs now. Both of them are still pretty young in their careers. Okay. I'm sure they're bound to see each other um, in the playoffs in the near future. Maybe even next year. All right. Right now. It's currently two of Mahomes in this rivalry in the playoffs, and I like like I said in the production of games that they've had, and the way that these two have played, I don't I don't see why you don't see Brady and Manning in well, those two. Well, I'm not saying well, that they have well, to have multiple championships to do that because you don't, you don't. And what other comparison can you think of when you I think of a rivalry? Tom, no man, not bro. Okay, first of all, they have to. First of all, the situation with 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 Tom Brady and Peyton Manning, they were the first. They were the number one and number two quarterbacks in the league at that time. Josh Allen is what? Maybe the fourth best quarterback in the league right now. Maybe, third. maybe, maybe third. third. Probably maybe third right now. If you if you if you don't have Lamar Jackson ahead of him, so yeah, maybe third right now. Like, I don't know. Maybe I maybe I could see it if it was like maybe. Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes or something like that, maybe. But as far as as far as right now, PC again, maybe in the future. But if we're going off right now, I can't say after one game that Josh Allen finally had a good playoff series. Finally gave us the game that we wanted to see against the Chiefs. After one game, I can't say Tom Brady and Peyton Manning that. I can say maybe we're on the way there. PK has a point. I kind of agree with him. TK like, 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 TK's right argument now. to me right now just like, sounds bro, better. Like it's it's like it's kind of disrespectful to Tom. How? How can you watch a game like that and say that it's disrespectful, bro? Did you really watch that game? It's a regular. I don't know, man. I just think it's too early. I did, I and I loved early, it. I was early I was on. on edge the entire night. It was great, PC. That was the greatest playoff game I have seen in a long time. Like, it was that good. I'm just saying, bro, because when I asked this question, I honestly, because I felt like somebody was going to say yes. But this is why this is why I asked this question, because I really want to know, like, what, was it just the game itself yesterday, like the back and forth, and it just reminded you of Tom Brady and Peyton Manning and, like, the playoffs going at each other? Like, what was it, bro? Because yesterday's one game, it just didn't make me feel like that. It just made me feel like, damn. The AFC is in good hands with Josh you know Allen was? and Patrick Mahomes. You no, know it was, CK. You know what it was? Because both quarterbacks were damn near perfect in that game. 
Josh Allen could not miss. Patrick Mahomes could not miss. Tom Brady and Peyton Manning in their primes could not miss. And especially in playoff games that they faced each other. That's what it reminded me of. That is the vibes that I got from watching that game last night. And we got those right. vibes. Shoot, we, we got kind of got those vibes last year when they met in the AFC Championship game. We've gotten these vibes in the regular season matchups that these two have faced each other. Okay? So, once again, I, I, like I, I'm just saying I don't see any other rivalry in the NFL, especially for this generation, because he compared Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes, which I think is unfair because they're from two different generations. Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes are the Brady and Manning, or at least shaping up to be the Brady and Manning of this generation. If Lam- I and say- for your Lamar and for your Lamar take, if Lamar can finally make it past the divisional round, I will put him in that conversation. Okay, um, let's move on to the next person. Um, Trey. Both quarterbacks yesterday, they both played well. Josh Allen probably earned my respect. I still hate him, but he played he played his ass off. So I mean Everybody clap. Everybody clap. Everybody clap right now. We're never gonna hear this again. We're never gonna hear this again. Everybody. We're proud of you, Trey. We're proud of you. Recorded going on all of our socials. (laughs) We caught you in 4K saying that. I said it because he actually proved something. In his previous playoff years, he hasn't proved much. So this year, he proved that he could go into hostile environments. He took the lead, almost won. He almost won. But I mean, you got Tyreek Hill, Patrick Mahomes, and Kelsey on the other side. Even 13 seconds is too much time for someone with three timeouts, by the way. So, I mean, that just goes to say how great Mahomes is. Uh, AOC is in great hands. Comparing them to Peyton and Tom Brady, I mean, they had so many classics. I think it's just we got to wait for these younger guys to play more games against each other before we can get to that point. It's not a... It's not a bad idea to think that you like see flashes of it because you do see flashes of it. We all know how good those two were back then. I'm just saying, probably wait a bit, see what happens because AFC is loaded with quarterbacks. It has never been this loaded with quarterbacks in years. Uh, you got Mahomes, Allen, uh, Jackson, Herbert, used to be Baker, fake Mayfield at one point. He's out the question. Uh, got some decent rookies who I think next year with the more experience they'll even have a better year whatever Mac Jones Lawrence uh probably Wilson I don't know Davis Mills shows some promise but I mean at this point I see why PT is saying that because Josh Allen and Mahomes are the two best quarterbacks in the AFC right now so I mean I can see his comparison so it's not crazy to think that but I think that we wait a while We'll finally see who really is like the Peyton Manning, like PK said, because we already know Mahomes as a Tom Brady right now. But it's a two-way race right now between Joe Burrow with what he's been doing, and who's to say if he didn't get hurt last season, they probably wouldn't have been a wild card team either. And then you got Josh Allen, so we'll still see. Herbert still has hey. something to say about it. We're in good hands. For I sure. forgot about Herbert, bro. I forgot about Herbert. That's I'm glad you said his name because that's another name, bro. Great, great name to be honest. Also, Joe it Burrow. pains me to say this. Josh Allen is a Patriots fan, so me seeing him play for the Bills, it makes me sick to my stomach. Sick, sick. 
When there was there's Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Zach Wilson, Trevor Lawrence. Um, the list goes on and on for great quarterbacks in the AFC. When so we're not going to talk about the tour. Nobody's gonna say two. I think that's no, kind of messed up. No, I, I, I was just no, naming. I was just hey, naming quarterbacks before, off the oh, top yeah. of my head. I even forgot before he couldn't play. Even Deshaun Watson at a point before he stopped being able to play. I forgot he's in AFC. Even him. I, I. That's what I'm saying. Like, even, even when Manning and Brady ruled the AFC, you had guys like Philip Rivers. You had the Steve McNairs, the Ben Roethlisberger's, the Carson Palmers the rich Gannons at one point. Like, there's there's obviously going to be great quarterbacks in the AFC at all times. But I think that these two have separated themselves from the pack already. You know, because I think of, you know, Joe Burrow as the Ben Roethlisberger of this generation, minus all, you know, the other stuff, clearly. Um, and Burrow has the opportunity to become a champion already. You know, so... Yeah. And I just want to say, oh, my bad, for me, real quick. From this point on, I'm a hater. I can't call him a fraud yet. But if he goes on an Aaron Rodgers stretch, one Super Bowl in 17 years, I'm on that ass. I'm uh, on that ass. Uh, I am on it. Oh my gosh. All right. Um. Well, anyways, Sean, who do you think? Um, should be in the conversation to be the next Brady and Manning rivalry. And do you agree that it should be Allen and Mahomes? Yeah, I think it is too early. At least legacy greatness-wise, too early to call them and compare them to the next Brady and Peyton Manning. However, I will say, I think this rivalry is going to be more fun than the Brady and Manning rivalry, mostly because of their play styles. Like, Obviously, Brady and Manning, two of the all-time greats, but Allen and Mahomes are just so much fun to watch. Escaping the pocket, evading defenders, throwing 60-yard bombs down the field. This is peak football. It doesn't get much better than this, and we are so lucky to be able to watch this. It's just a ton of fun. It's going to be a ton of fun to watch these guys for the next decade destroy the league. Yeah, man, I see why you feel that way. Not all of us were cursed enough to watch Eli for years. Years. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't you lose... Didn't you lose to Eli twice in the Super Bowl? Yeah, we lost to Eli twice, but we went to three twice. after that. No, and where no, did y'all go? Twice. Nowhere. No, he lost to the Giants' defense. He didn't lose to Eli. Nowhere. Manning threw one of the greatest Super Bowl passes of all time. that Super Bowl, so I don't want to hear it. He did. Twice. Thank he really you very did. much. Okay, so let's move on to our next segment. And we are going to be talking championship game picks and this is for everyone we're going to get everyone's opinion on this so we do have the 49ers up against the rams and we also have which i think is going to be a very like intense highly watched game the Bengals versus the chiefs which of course it has patrick mahomes in there but the Bengals have been surprising this season as well so um, I really want to get your guys' opinions on who you think are going to win and how that's going to look forward um, moving on into the Super Bowl. So I'm going to throw it to you first, PC. Who do you think are going to win in these prospective matchups? Uh, well, I first want to start by saying uh, 
Wade Swords podcast is undefeated in all of their predictions for all of the NFL playoff games so far. Um, so the majority of votes is going to be the teams that Wade Sports represents in the predictions. Um, so starting with the NFC Championship game, divisional matchup, Rams versus Niners, Jimmy Garoppolo versus Matthew Stafford. I said at the beginning of this playoffs that the Rams, they're a desperate team, and that makes them the most dangerous team. Um, first game, wild card matchup against the divisional rival Cardinals, destroyed them. Made Kyler Murray look like a peewee player in his first playoff appearance. Then they went to Tampa Bay, almost choked. They almost pulled the Atlanta Falcons, and Cooper Cup and Matthew Stafford said, nah, we're winning this game. Came back, hit big bomb down the field, and upset Tom Brady at home to advance the NFC Championship game. I think that the Los Angeles Rams are not only battle-tested, I think they are the most hungry his team left in the NFC. Matthew Stafford, he's been waiting damn near 15 years to even get to a position like this. I don't think he is going to let this position go. That's why I'm going to have the Rams win this game. The 49ers, I know they have a great record. Kyle Shanahan is very um, untouchable. Uh, you know, when he faces uh, Sean McVay, they even beat them to even get into the playoffs. But it is very hard to beat a team twice. Um, and the Los Angeles Rams, you can only imagine that stadium is going to be electric uh, to get their team in the Super Bowl. And by the way, it's the same team at the Rams beat the 49ers, they're going to be playing in their home stadium. <laughs> okay, they don't got to travel anywhere. Um, and they could become the second team ever to win a Super Bowl in their own stadium. You know what the other team was that did that? Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and they already beat them. So I got the Rams. Now, for the AFC Championship game, Bengals versus Chiefs. <sighs> Man. It's really hard to bet against Patrick Mahomes. Trust me, I, I, I tried with the Bills. It, it, and Patrick Mahomes gave them a chance to tie the game with 13 seconds left. Drove his team down the field in two plays. I do not want to be the guy that bets against Patrick Mahomes again. So I'm going with the Chiefs. Um, as much as I love Joe Burrow, Joe Seisty, Joe Butter, whatever you want to call him, he is going to be a force to be reckoned with. And the Bengals are going to be an excellent legitimate threat in the NFL in years to come. But first major primetime game in Arrowhead, stadiums rocking. I just, you know, Chiefs are going to be looking for their win back after they lost them in the regular season. I just, I can't bet against Patrick Mahomes in that situation. So I'm going with the Chiefs. And we are going to get... Chiefs versus Rams. Oh, excuse, yeah, Chiefs versus Rams in the Super Bowl. After they gave us the greatest regular season game not too long ago, they're going to possibly give us the greatest Super Bowl game ever. Okay, um, Gianni, who do you think will win in the matchups? Um, for the AFC Championship game, I think the Chiefs um, beat the um, Bengals by six points. I think it's going to be a close game. It's going to be like 30 to 24 Chiefs. I think um, Burrow is going to have a great game. 
the one issue I see with Cincinnati, um, I think it was obvious the issue, was that Joe Burrow got sacked nine times. If they don't protect Joe Burrow well enough, um, this is going to be a blowout on Sunday. So I feel like they're going to protect him as way better, of course. And I think they're going to have their chances. But I can't bet against Mahomes in the Super Bowl. Like, actually in the championship game. So I think in the Super Bowl, I think he, they're going to go to the Super Bowl. I think this is going to be a close game. And I feel like like with Allen and Mahomes, this is going to be a matchup to see for the coming future. And for the NFC Championship, um, I'm going to go with the Rams. I think the Rams are going to, to win by, by 10 points. Um, I think the, Niner, the Niners' defense is good. They're really good, and they're hot at, at this moment. But I just don't trust their offense too much. If their running game is not good, like, right away, honestly, and they have to rely on, on Garoppolo throwing the football, I just don't see the way the the Niners even win in this game. So I think it's going to be Rams and Chiefs. But for the NFC side, honestly, with the issues I see with Cincy's um, offensive line, I feel like the Rams or Niners, whoever wins that game, should be rooting for Cincinnati because with with that offensive line playing so bad, honestly, like last week, I feel like Von Miller or or Donald will have a field day if they meet them in the Super Bowl. So that that's the one team I think the Niners or the Rams want in the Super Bowl. But I'm gonna go with Rams and Chiefs. Okay. Um Trey. Uh, so far two and zero. Looking to go three and zero again, well, four and zero technically, but still, I think that Yanni made a compelling point about the O line. Like, it's hard to get nine sacks in a game, and I don't think they'll give up nine again. But the Chiefs have a very good pass rushing defense. Melvin Ingram was destructive yesterday. Uh, Chris Jones was very destructive. Frank Clark gets pressure. Their front seven, they get pressure, but Josh Allen is just a little bit too mobile sometimes. So he was escaping, doing magical stuff. But any other quarterback that isn't as mobile as Josh Allen, he they would have got sacked a lot the way the Chiefs brought pressure yesterday. I think that if, the, if they can bring pressure against the Bengals, they have a good shot because Bengals, the Chiefs are not a team that you want to turn the ball over or go three it out against because their offense is way too high-powered. You see Tyreek Hill doing his usual Kelsey does his usual. Mahomes works his magic. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire looked like that uh, first-round draft pick that they actually drafted two years ago for the first time in a while. He looked pretty good. So, I mean, it's hard to go against the bet against the Chiefs, like PC and Gianni said. And, I mean, their first meeting, they barely beat. It took Jamar Chase getting 200 yards just to beat them by three. So, I don't think he's getting 200 yards this game. So, I mean... It's hard to just go against the Chiefs in that sense. For an NFC, however, the NFC, the Rams have lost to the Niners both times this year. They have gotten swept. And it's hard to beat a team three times. I mean, you've seen last year what happened with the Saints and the Bucks. Brady got the best of the Saints in the end, in the playoffs. And, I mean, Aaron Donald, he said it himself. He said that it's a division opponent. They got the better of us in the regular season. But... You wouldn't have it any other way. So you know he's going to be after it. 
Vaughn Miller's going to be accurate. He looked real good against the Bucks. He was getting constant pressure on Brady. They Their D-line looks great. Their defense, eh, it was selling a bit late, but I mean, I don't think that would be a problem with Jimmy G on the other side, especially if their run game doesn't get going like uh, Gianni said. So my two picks are the Chiefs and the Niners. Not Chiefs and Niners, Chiefs and Rams, I'm sorry. The Rams have a very good chance to win. Niners, the Niners defensive backs, sorry. Cooper Cup and Odell, that's cookies for them, man. It's going to be fun to watch if you're a Rams fan. That's all I can say. All right, and TK. <clears throat> yeah, I agree with uh, PC and uh, Trey as far as the Rams 49ers. Um, I don't trust Jimmy G. Jimmy G's, I just don't think that Jimmy G is going to be able to carry that Jimmy G is going to be able to carry this luck into the NFC Championship game where he can successfully go games playing mid and throwing no touchdown passes. That's not going to happen. That's not going to work against the Rams. It's not going to happen against the Rams. Um, and I think the Rams will win this in very, very nice fashion. Um, now, as far as the AFC Championship game, I understand that everybody is worried about Burrow getting sacked and him taking nine sacks last game. But, I mean, Burrow's been taking sacks all year, so I'm, the, the sacks don't really concern me. He still finds ways to win these games. So I'm not too concerned about that. Um, as far as the front seven of the Chiefs, I understand that it's very good. Um, I think that the Bengals will make some adjustments on the O-line. But I don't think that you guys are talking about the Chiefs secondary enough, and it's atrocious. Um, I think if Jamar Chase will be able to feast on whoever, whoever his opponent is, um, I think they really need to get they really need to get T Higgins back involved into the offense. I'm not sure why he hasn't been involved the last two weeks, at least not as much as we've used to seeing him during the regular season. He was a thousand yard receiver, so he should be getting those um, targets. Um, I just think that this game is going to it's going to be a close game. Um, I, I I just feel like the Bengals are. I just don't feel like it's going to end Sunday. I I don't know why I believe in the Bengals so much, but I the Bengals have been my dark horse since the playoff started, and I'm just going to roll with that. Um, I think the Bengals are going to shock the world at Arrowhead against the Chiefs. Um, I just think they're going to make enough plays offensively. I think they'll make they'll be able to make some key stops. Um, it's going to be tough, especially against Patrick Mahomes. But I just think that the the, the Chiefs secondary is just atrocious, and I think that they'll that they'll just uh, they'll, they'll one up them. Um, I just think they'll one up them. Maybe a touchdown, maybe three points, something like that. It's going to be a good game, though. It'll probably be something like what we saw with the Chiefs and the. Uh, Bills would probably be another high-scoring game. It's not going to be as classic, but it would be something around there. Um, but, yeah, man, like I said, I just don't think that the Bengals, their Cinderella story is coming to an end, bro. Like, I think they're going to end up in the Super Bowl against the Rams, and then whatever happens, then happens then. But, yeah, so I'm going to go with the Bengals and the Rams. TK, bro, real quick. What's up? I understand your point about the sacks, and you know Jamar Chase and them are going to feast, but let's look at it, right? Do you think Gabriel Davis would have got 200-plus yards yesterday had the Chiefs had been able to actually get to Josh Allen before he could extend plays. Because Joe Burrow, he's not unathletic, but he's not as athletic as Josh Allen. I don't think he's going to be rolling out a lot like that. See, but that's my thing. He probably he probably would only point. because he's a third option. He's a third option, so he's a player that you're not really paying attention to. I would think of Stephon Diggs and, and uh, who's the other guy? I can't even Beasley. remember his name right now. Not Beasley. Um, Sanders. Uh, Emmanuel he played, Sanders. Yeah, Sanders. Emmanuel Sanders. Like, you think of those three before you think, you feel me, of Gabriel. So I think him having that type of game, it shouldn't be that shocking to people because he's the fourth option, bro. He's not even a third. He's the fourth option. So 
the reason the reason that Davis even had that big of a game was because Tyron Matthew went out in the game early in the game. That's yeah, how, Matthew was out. Do we know any report? Have we heard? Has anybody heard any report on Matthew? Is he expected to play next week? Play this week? They didn't say anything um, about it yet. For their for the secondary sake, I I hope so. But Gianni has was, uh, he has um, He has a right? concussion. He yeah, might so be he clear yeah. by by Sunday. They might Is clear him by Sunday. Ah, uh, they probably will. Well, hopefully he's all right. But yeah, yeah, that, that's gonna be a good game, bro. But yeah, no. But yeah, to answer your question, Trey, that really didn't shock me too much because, like I said, he's a fourth option, bro. So like, I mean, yeah. he's, who got who 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 even knows who was guarding him out there, bro? You feel me? He wasn't being guarded by no starter, bro. He's probably being guarded. He by was a bum. Exactly. So that doesn't shock me too much. They did what they were supposed to do against guys like Stephon Diggs. Yeah, like they that, did bro. what they were supposed to do. Yeah. They shut him down so, all that. I don't know, man. Just I don't know, bro. I just think Joe Burrow, I, I don't know, bro. Like, I believe in Joe Burrow, but, like, I think he's – I think I don't think they're going to win. I think if we get a Bengals-Rams Super Bowl, Rams will win. But I think that if – I just think that something about Joe Burrow, bro. I don't know what it is, dog. Like, this nigga – this nigga's aura, bro. Like, he just feels like he goes out every night feeling like he can win, bro. Like he got the whole Bengals team, and I also I haven't even I haven't even mentioned Joe Mixon yet, bro. Like he could have a very good game too. You feel me? So Bengals got a chance, bro. It's gonna be hard, but they got a chance. All right, um, Tolu. <sighs> Y'all took forever on that one, but I'm gonna keep this short. The Los Angeles Rams and Matthew Stafford are going to the Super Bowl because they will. Defeat the the San Francisco 49ers because Matthew Stafford, after suffering in Detroit for all those years, he's never been put in this position to be in a Super Bowl. And I think he's going to take full advantage of it. He's going to show up on Sunday or Sunday and he's going to lead the Rams to the Super Bowl. So that's number one. The Rams are going to defeat the Super Bowl, go into the Super Bowl. Now, the Bengals and Chiefs, uh, it's going to be a close game, even though I hate the Bengals, can't stand the Bengals, don't want anything to do with the Bengals. They've been pretty good this this playoffs. I didn't expect them to be this good, honestly. But um, I think the Chiefs are just are going to win by the skin of their teeth. I think they're going to win probably by a field goal. And I feel like this game is going to be just like the Bills game, Bills game, except the Chiefs will just squeeze by by a field goal. So I think the Chiefs and the Rams are going to be in the Super Bowl. All right. Uh, Sean? Um, so I'll start with the NFC game. I believe PC mentioned that it's hard to beat a team twice. And actually, um, the 49ers have already done that because they did sweep the Rams this year. And in fact, the, the 49ers have beaten the Rams the last six times. They've swept them this year, swept them last year, swept them the year before. The Rams have not beat them since 2018. Maybe, just maybe, the seventh time is the charm, but I'm not going against history. They've won six games in a row. I think they get the seventh. I think the 49ers are going to make this a rule, and it's not going to be because of Jimmy G. It's going to be because of that running game, Kyle Shanahan, and that defense. Um, For the AFC game, I think this game is probably a little easier. I think the Bengals had a great run. Joe Burrow deserves a ton of respect. So does that entire team. I think the Bills versus Chiefs game proved that those were the two best teams in football, and whoever won that was most likely going to win the make the Super Bowl and most likely going to win the Super Bowl. So I'm going to go with the Chiefs. 
I can't doubt Patrick Mahomes. He's just too good. We saw what he did. All right. Um, those were some pretty good points you guys made. And, yeah, we're going to be watching it to see who goes to the Super Bowl. I'm pretty excited this year, actually. So, um, little side note, though. How do you guys feel about the halftime show? The you Super Bowl halftime Eminem is washed. Eminem is washed. It's rarely Eminem, Mary. Okay, go ahead, Hermie. Who's performing? Snoop, Dr. Dre, Eminem, Mary, uh, I think someone else. Oh. So, so Kat, basically, you're trying to the legends. That's great. That's yeah. amazing. I love it. This may How? be the best Super Bowl performance we will ever see. All I need to hear is Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre, Mary J. Eminem, Kendrick Lamar. Um, oh, Kendrick's in it too? Oh, Trey, shit. Trey, yeah. PC, yeah. PC. PC, you had me at Dr. J and Kendrick Lamar. This is about to be the greatest Super Bowl yeah, performance of all time. I'm, I'm not worried right about the Super Bowl performance. I'm just saying, how could you have Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, Eminem, and not include 50 Cent? The best because 50 Cent is from New York? Yeah, 50 Cent is from New York. This is from New York. This is an all I didn't say anything about the... You know Dr. Dre and Snoop... Not Snoop Dogg. You know Dr. Dre and Eminem used to run together with 50 Cent as well. They should have included 50. 50 was that guy. Okay, yeah, but like, Dre Listen, listen, listen. I don't care. Eminem it's is a West, West Coast, Coast thing, bro. So for him, yeah, there says a lot. It's literally but a West Coast thing. Eminem is signed by Dre to his label, though. Okay, well, Dr. anyways, um, I just wanted to ask you guys Eminem how you thought about Eminem is from Detroit. Okay, Dre, shut the hell up. Eminem is from Detroit. Eminem is from New York. Why the hell is the best rapper from New York not in the Super Bowl this year? Um... <laughs> I'm just pretty excited about the halftime show. So definitely when that comes around, we'll talk about it and get everyone's reaction. Um, so let's get into our next segment. And this one is slowly becoming, well, actually, I think it is actually now like one of the favorites for us as crew members, but also the fans as well. Um, and, you know, bringing light to a sport that not as many people watch, but I think it ne- needs recognition. So we are going to get into. Off the top rope with you boys, PC and Trey. Take it away, guys. Uh, off the top rope, it is Trey. Uh, how you feeling today, bro? I know you're getting our special guest for, for this week. Um, another RPW guy, another wrestling guy uh, that can bring talent to this show. I'm feeling great. About to get our guy in here, man. How you feeling? Uh, you know what? Feeling good, say. Feeling good, say. I took a nap before this segment. I took a nap before this podcast, actually. Um, so you know, I'm feeling a little bit energized right now. Jake, can you hear us? Yeah, can you guys hear me? Yes, loud and clear. Loud and clear, bro. Uh, ah, Jake, I can hear your tears, you sad Jets fan. How you doing, bud? How you doing? I'm doing. I'm doing. I'm doing pretty good. That's good. Well, we can oh, get started. <laughs> I'm a Bengals fan right now. The show. My Cincinnati Bengals are going to the Super Bowl. Uh, oh, not uh, so fast. Right here first. Zach Wilson connoisseur. You are a Jets fan. Don't ever forget it. All right, dude. <laughs> We're not here for this shit right now. <laughs> I like his energy already. Uh, from our BW group chat, Jake MK Jets, a.k.a. Jake. Welcome to the WHS podcast. Let's get right into it, boys. 
starting with the first topic, uh, there was a significant WWE superstar who re-signed with WWE last week, Sami Zayn. Uh, it was rumored that he had re-signed a while back, um, but now it looks like him and KO are going to be with the company for many years to come. Um, so is there any reaction to that from the both of you? Jake, you're our guest. What do you think about this re-signing? Honestly, I think it was the right move for him because I know he's not like a main event or anything. He's probably not going to win a world title or Royal Rumble anytime soon, but that's fine. I, th- I honestly think he just he, he's playing his role perfectly right now. And I think considering the money he probably got, it was the best move for him to resign. I like it. Trey? Well, first and foremost, I just want to say that whoever decided to re-sign him is insane. It's a little pun for you all to actually watch WWE. I mean, it's cool, whatever. I like his little conspiracy theory gimmick he has going on. So, I mean, he just got bullied by Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar, and he plays it so well. He does whatever they ask him to. And he's carrying the, he's carrying the, not the main card division, but the mid carders. He's carrying for sure. So not a bad signing. Nah, not bad signing at all. Um, I've always loved Sammy Gaines, uh, Sammy, Sammy Gaines, Sammy Zane's gimmick. Uh, even when he was in XC, he's just such an amazing wrestler. Um, you know, there's nothing really that this man can't do, I think. Um, you know, gray as a face, gray as a heel, killing it with his gimmick right now. Um, hopefully they go somewhere with it. And, um, yeah, I would love to see him maybe get some action in the main title scene, like for real this time, not the, you know, just a, you know, a sacrifice to Roman Reigns from Brock Lesnar. Um, I think actually having him be in a universal, a real universal championship match now is the next move for Sami Zayn. Um, but with all that being said, uh, let's go to the next topic now. Uh, so it's been a pretty slow news week for wrestling all around. So I came up with this question, uh, and I think it's a, it's a pretty important question because, you know, there's the beloved 18 to 49 key demographic in the world of wrestling today. You know, that's what all companies strive for, 18 to 49. I want to know... How important do you guys think that demographic is? Um, Jake, what, what do you think? Honestly, it's definitely, like you said, it's the most important demographic in wrestling. It's what every company strives to grab because that's basically the main core audience at, at this point. Like, there's really just not many old people watching wrestling anymore. That's, like, the reality of the situation. We got here and... I think that, yeah, it's it's up to the companies to just give out the best product possible to, like, appeal to that age demographic, mainly, at this point in wrestling. Yeah, piggyback off Jake, I agree with his, um, his take on the 1849 demographic. I mean, trying to keep as many people entertained as well. You already know all the younger kids are going to watch wrestling, so that's really not a factor. It's about keeping the older audience intertwined, and I think they've been doing a real good job of that after regular rules, and let's hope they keep it going, man. Um, I agree with both of you. Like, I think 18 to 49 now is more important than ever um, in the world of wrestling. We as wrestling fans are so spoiled to begin with, uh, with the wrestling that we get today. 
WWE, AEW, Impact, ROH, MLW. Yeah, the list goes on and on and on. Like, 20 years ago, not many people would know about GCW. You know, not many wrestling fans would know about, uh, you know, uh, uh, Vikino or anybody from AAA or CMLL. Um, I think the wrestling community, as it's kind of drawn off in terms of who watches it, the core fan base of wrestling is more tight-knit than ever. Um, Which is why when you see something as, you know, something silly or, you know, stupid that WWE puts out or a wrestler that they release, you know, there's so much more backlash to that now more than ever because, you know, not only are these guys, you know, that they keep releasing app jobs but it's also it's also a community pride in that like we see in aw right now like it just took them this year to start not renewing contracts for some of their wrestlers like leo rush set to be a free agent soon brian cage marco's son pierre avalon they're all set to finally leave soon um i knew this was bound to happen but uh yeah, it's just, I think now more than ever, uh, 18-49 is very important. Um, and for companies like AWWE, they need to somehow cater to that while also try bringing in more casual fans, which I think is much more harder or easier said than done. But um, that's my take on it anyway. Um, but finally, let's get to the last topic. Up off top rope this week. So, this is another one that I thought of. There are a lot of athletes that have transitioned from football to the world of professional wrestling. Just off the top of my head, Moose, Goldberg, Roman Reigns, um, Baron Corbin. I want to know what do you guys think? Who do you guys think is the greatest? wrestler to transition from football to wrestling i mean for me this one's pretty easy he didn't play in the nfl but he did play college football that would be dwayne the rock johnson he played for the u and obviously he's the most electrifying man in sports entertainment the people's champion you know you know that you know the vibes obviously and like and he's like that's fair like one of the greatest entertainers of all time across two different genres, Hollywood and wrestling, which that, I mean, John Cena is starting to follow in his footsteps now, obviously, but the rock was the one who paved the way for John Cena to do that without the rock, John Cena, there is no John Cena in Hollywood as we know right now. Let's not (laughs) underestimate Cena. At least, at least not on the level, at least not on the level that he's at. I I think is what he was what he's trying to say. Trey, like, I think I think Cena still makes that transition, but he's not as big as a star. Um, yeah, and shoot, there are not a lot of you know WWE wrestlers that have gone to Hollywood that have been um as popular. Like Batista is another. Yeah, like one of them, but yeah, yeah it's probably. really only seeing Batista. I should. Um, I didn't mean he'd never be in Hollywood. I just meant that. Yeah, like like you said, PC, it wouldn't be as big if The Rock wasn't there. Yeah, he would have made. Yeah, it, I agree with. No doubt. 
without a shadow of a doubt. Trey, you're going over there. Do you agree with that, Jake? I just don't like to agree with Jake. But, I mean, it's cool. Now, but I think uh, The Rock is a good one. Big E is a good one. But, I mean, you can go with, like, pick two guys. I mean, Brock Lesnar, he made it to the Vikings practice squad or whatever. Never actually made the team. But for for a guy that, like, never really played football before then, to even get that far, that's great. And then what he's accomplished in WWE and then UFC on top of that, he's been champion there. He's been champion here. He's champion now for now. Not a, not a spoiler. I mean, not a prediction. That's a spoiler. But I'm going to go with Roman Reigns right now because of the push that he is getting. And he just surpassed Brock Lesnar, who had the longest title reign. And I think he's at, what, like 511 days now, something like that, maybe 12. Somewhere yeah. around that range. So, I mean, and uh, he's not losing that belt until Mania, probably. Uh, I agree with both of your takes. Um, I mean, just for the sake of being different, uh, you have to put Goldberg in that conversation. Um, I think from a pure football to wrestling standpoint, Goldberg is like the perfect transitional wrestler. Um, and this is, I should clarify, this is specifically WCW Goldberg, because I think WWE Goldberg, you know, WWE, uh, um, but WCW Goldberg, his prime, nobody, I mean nobody, could touch that man. It took a Kevin Nash, NWL Hulk Hogan screw job with a taser, of all things, to put that man down. Which is insane to think about because of how much power all three of those guys had in WCW's final days as a company. He was that over, not only backstage, but with the crowd. When you heard that music, when you heard that startup, when you saw him stand in the fireworks like that, you know it was go time. You knew that Goldberg was never losing a match, um, no matter the opponent. Uh, so... I think from a pure transitional standpoint, Goldberg is one of the best, if not the best, wrestler. Didn't he go like 54 and 0, something like that? He went 73 and 0. Oh my God. Yeah. Bro, nowadays Goldberg just lets his kid get up. He's Nobody's scared of that man anymore. Yeah, yeah man. No. You see what Bobby Lashley <laughs> did to Gage when he tried to intervene. Put him in that hurt like, Where's the picture at? Goldberg's got to hang it up at this point. And everybody like that. That's it. Rob Top Rope this week. Uh, we want to thank Jake for coming on to the podcast once again. Um, Jake, uh, Chris, Cam, they both left some, um, I'll say, memorable phrases uh, in, in their final words on the podcast. What do you have to say? Okay, first off, thank you guys for having me. And I honestly don't have a last thing to say. I'm just, I was just happy to be here. I, I don't have anything That's to say. That's expected from a Jets fan. Get out of here. All you know right, bro. Get out I'm of glad, here. You know what? I watched the wild game, bro. You I saw what happened. That to you? Fight, fight, fight. 54 to 13, but we're going to fight this is, why, this is why nobody on the show likes me. so weird. Okay. You just I'm glad, I'm glad that me. you're somewhat normal, Jake. I'm glad that you're yeah, somewhat Jake. normal. I'll say that. You, yeah, yeah. Mm. All right. Anyways, all right. Thank, thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it.
Thank you for saying Brock Lesnar, bro. Because I swear to God, if I didn't hear Brock Lesnar's name, I, I was literally about to hang up the call and not pick back up, bro. So thank you. I gotta give him credit where it's due. You he's, about to, he's about that's to lose first, to Bobby, though, this first name I thought he's of. He's about to lose to Bobby. I don't care, bro. That's fine. Uh, well, I didn't, yeah. he, I didn't know he was only on the practice squad, though. I know he played for the Vikings, but I didn't know he didn't make the actual he, team. He, he didn't make the actual team. He played team. the preseason games. He played the preseason games. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he was never he never made the actual team or the fifty three fifty three man roster. And was he was he a lineman? Was he a D lineman or offensive lineman? He played probably D line. Yeah, I think he wore number ninety. I think he wore like number ninety three, so he's probably on the D line. You can you can look up his highlights. His highlights are on YouTube. He made like one tackle. So Oh wow. (laughs) (laughs) He made like one tackle. <laughs> His highlight is like one second, bro. <laughs> His tackle is a suplex, probably. Oh man! Right. <laughs> <laughs> it was probably a fifteen-yard penalty, bro. Okay, let's get into the next segment, and this one is my favorite. It is TK's tier list. It's your time to shine, baby. Go ahead and do your thing. Yes, sir, ladies and gentlemen. It's that time of the week. TK's tier list. That's the last week. If I did it to where I named three losers, three winners, or two losers, two winners, then I'd just be naming everything. So, one winner, one loser. Let's start with the loser, the Packers man. I mean, we talked, we touched, we touched on it a lot earlier in the show. But as as much as I wanted to say another team, nobody took an L as hard. As the Packers did this week, man. And again, it just goes back to Aaron Rodgers, bro. PC also made a great point. When as as a, as, as a team, he's absolutely right. Special teams was bad. Defense was excellent. Uh, I don't remember who pointed that out earlier. Maybe it was uh, Trey or, or 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 Gianni. Defense was excellent. They did their job. Aaron Rodgers just didn't do theirs, man. And once again, we are sitting here on this podcast having this conversation. ESPN is having this conversation. Fox Sports is having this conversation. All the sports channels are having this conversation again. And Trey, what, what was it? Three or, four, or the fourth year in a row? Or was it the third year in a row? I mean, this is your moment. Three, right? the third or fourth year. Three years in a row. Number three, one third seat. year in a row that we are having this conversation. What happened to Aaron Rodgers and the Packers? TK, I mean, bro. Go ahead. Fraud. 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 He said fraud thir- that's 14 times now. I've been counting. He said fraud 14 times today, guys. 14. Um, well deserved. Like I said, man, it's it's well deserved. I mean, like I said, bro, it's. I mean, where, where do the Packers go from here? Because just like, look, if you run it back next year, right? Like, do any of us actually expect the Packers to win it all next year? I'm done saying Packers are winning it all. I'm not saying that anymore. That will not come out of my mouth anymore. So if they do run it back, what what are they really doing, bro? Like, I would love to know. Like, what, what do y'all really think Aaron Rodgers should do? Should Aaron Rodgers just retire, bro? I, I don't think they need to run back with the roster that they have. I think they need to go out and they need to get some uh, weapons on offense, more weapons on offense, and they need to get an actual wide receiver, too. Because Randall Cobb, what Randall Cobb, I don't even think Randall Cobb had a catch in that game, which is pathetic. Adam Lazard, and you know what's crazy, PC? Mark, Marquez Valdez, Scanlon. Like, like, 
I I know I know I say a lot about Rodgers and you know how he really I don't want to say you can't defend him here, but you know there there were a lot of like factors that he could have controlled that he didn't. Um, so you can't run it back. You certainly can't run it back with the roster that you had this season. You go out and you get an actual wide receiver too. Maybe you know uh, get yourself a tight end in the draft. Pick up uh, you know uh, I'd say I'd say a defensive lineman in the draft, and you finally do something with Aaron Rodgers. You let him ride off into the sunset for the Super Bowl. Um, I just I, I've got no I got nothing else to say. I got nothing else to say. I've said what does, I said. Does anybody know? Does anybody know the Green Bay's cap situation? Like, can is this can this realistically can they really get a wide receiver to a, a defensive lineman and a tight end? Go ahead, Johnny. Um, they're like forty four million under the cap. Oh my god! So, you yeah, mean over so the cap? PC, yeah. Oh, basically over the cap. Cannot, yeah, over over the the cap. cap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. So there goes that idea. Like, bro, I don't, I really don't, bro. This literally, we all said it this year. We all said this was the year, the best year for the Packers. Their best chance to get to the Super Bowl and win it. First team to be the number one seed three years in a row and lose every year. Now, if he runs it back, that's just four waiting, buddy. Don't care what you guys say about it because he's proven he can't be trusted when it matters the most. Rodgers! I don't even think he wants to run it back, to be honest. I don't even. I really just oh don't think gosh. this man wants to be in Green Bay. But like, I don't understand what team. Okay, so if you if you're not in Green Bay, what team? What other team can you go? Like, <clears throat> I'm trying to think of a team to where if you make no mistake, Rogers, one team. game. Oh, sorry, Tika. I was going to say one game isn't going to. I think make other teams not want Aaron Rodgers. It doesn't matter how old he is. Somebody, He's Aaron yeah, somebody I agree. Want I agree. For sure. Yeah. But I'm saying that's what I'm saying though. Which team? Of course. All thirty of course. All thirty two thirty teams should literally want this man. Well no, actually twenty nine. But I'm taking out a couple of the top quarterbacks. So let's just say at least twenty five teams should at least literally be calling Green Bay right now on the phone trying to get this man. But what I'm saying is which team that calls would literally put Aaron Rodgers in the best situation to win a Super Bowl. That's what I'm saying. Like, what team doesn't have a quarterback right now to where they need a quarterback and they can win the Super Bowl? With the best situation in the Green Bay Packers. Go ahead. Broncos. Uh, yeah, they, they may not want Steelers? One. I don't think Broncos. Only because Steelers. If you Steelers can't are win. One. If you can't, Steelers. you can't win with the Packers, you can go you, to you're the not Vikings, winning with them. Probably, if they part ways with Kirk Cousins or the Nobody wants the Giants. Giants. Go to the Giants. The Packers are not trained to the Vikings. Oh, wait, no, yeah, you're right. That's a Giants, division that's rival. Giants, They're not they trading to a division bad, rival. Divisional. He can go to the Giants. The only Giants good team I heard was the Colts. That's the only Super Bowl possible team I heard was the Colts. And even, and even, then, and even then, the Colts wouldn't trade Carson Wentz's contract away like that that quickly after one season. That's not happening. Uh, exactly. That's not, no. I don't think they would. It's either. not what you want to That's happen. what I'm saying. It's like. <laughs> no, it's just yeah. not. It's just or not happening, Sean. It's, you, you just have a hate agenda for Carson Wentz. That's okay. I just recognize the truth that he's not that good, and if you can trade for a top three quarterback, you should take advantage of that. He was, he was not so, that good. For so Aaron Rodgers for the Giants is what? Giants, like Sean is Washington. I mean, I don't think it'd be the worst move, but I think the Colts roster is much more ready to win right now than the Giants. Is. That's why it makes sense I for agree. them. 
But yeah, yeah like CC Carson Wentz don't. can be that guy. They move on from Wentz. They trade I don't think three they move first on from round Wentz picks after. for Rodgers and Adams, and I think you know they have a chance of winning the oh. AFC. Oh, that's a different conversation. If you get if you throw Adams in that mix, that's a completely different conversation. Apparently, Adams wants to go to the Raiders or some bull like that. I don't yeah, know if this all true. To bro. Go where Rogers goes, and I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't know. I I don't know. But winner of the week. I mean, I hate to say it, but it has to be the Chiefs, man. Um. Like I said, like, I think we all agree, one of the best playoff games we've, we've ever seen, at least in our generation, um, <clears throat> in our lifetime. Um, back and forth, power like I wanted it to be. Um, two top quarterbacks in the AFC, top quarterbacks in the league, to be quite honest. Um, after the game yesterday, Josh Allen definitely moved up on my list. I don't know about you guys, but he moved up from fourth to third on my list. Um, I have him over Lamar. Um, yeah, man, it's, like I said, for what they looked like at the beginning of the season to where, to where a lot of us had doubts. Like, I, I'll admit it, Gianni was, I think Gianni was one of the re, one of the couple of people that didn't really, that kept telling us, don't doubt the Chiefs, don't doubt the Chiefs, they'll get it together. And it was like every week, it seemed like the Chiefs were getting worse and worse until they started getting better. Chiefs took like the Chiefs again, man. And that's scary for the entire NFL and any opponent that they're facing. It. And which is why I say I don't care who comes out of the NFC. I think if the Chiefs make the Super Bowl, they'll win it. Um, Patrick Mahomes looks like looks like the best quarterback in the league again. Um, Tyreek Hill is starting to look like a top is starting to look like a top wide receiver again, a top five wide receiver. Travis Kelsey, best tight end in the game. Um, the offensive line is starting to look like the offensive line that we thought that they would look like after they put all this money into the offensive line in the offseason. Defense is starting to look a lot better. They're coming together. I mean, bro, this is just probably the scariest team in the league right now. Now that the Bills are uh, eliminated and yeah, man, as much as I want the Bengals to win, like I said, I would not be surprised if, 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 if the Chiefs just kill them. Um, I, I hope that's not the case, but like I said, man, the Chiefs looking like themselves, that's the scariest team in the league, and I just don't know if anybody can stop them. But like I said, Gianni, I mean, you told us the, you told us the entire season, don't doubt the Chiefs, and it looks like you were right, man. At first, like early in the season when they were like three and four, I made, I made a hot take um, saying that they were done. But I said they were done. But I wouldn't be surprised if they turn around and win it all. Like, honestly, I don't care who's coming out of the NFC. If they actually get to the Super Bowl, they're not losing to straight Super Bowls. I just can't see it. If they get there, they're winning against whoever. I would like that. That's that's such a bold statement, G. That's a bold statement. Uh, I'm not saying they're going to blow any team out in the Super Bowl. No, no. I I know what you mean. I know what you mean. It's just so bold. Kind of think I know what you're trying to get at. Because listen, I'm not counting out the Rams at all, bro. If the Rams get there, they have a very, very good chance of beating the Chiefs. Here's my thing, though. When it gets to that point, now you're asking me, okay, so obviously the the Rams have the better defense. Uh, Chiefs have the better offense. But now it's going to come down to this. So it's it's best. You have the best offense versus the best defense. Now it comes down to the play callers. And you're asking me, am I going to take Am I going to trust Patrick Mahomes in the key moments or am I going to trust uh, Matthew Stafford in the key moments? And I think that's where it gets tricky for me. Because like I said, I agree. Bro, the Rams have – if they get there, they have a very good – they probably have the best chance out of any team that were to come out of the, out of the NFC, even over the Bucks and any of those teams because of the, entire, the entirety of the team. But 
I don't know, PC, man. I just think that it's going to come down to key moments because it's going to be a very close game like all Super Bowls are. It's not going to – it's going to be a very oh. close game. Yeah, we're, we're down to the wire. <laughs> and I just think Patrick Mahomes – I just think Patrick Mahomes is going to make those plays that maybe Matthew Stafford can't make. Uh, I hope he's going to add wrong, something. Though, I, go ahead. Um, this Bills team were, was number one in almost every defensive category. So this, to me – the Bills were, to me, the best defense in the playoffs, honestly. Entering the playoffs, I thought they were the best defense, um, like top to bottom. I know um, the Rams have Donald and, um, and Miller, but throughout the season, they haven't shown, you know, consistent. They've shown, like, flashes, like like two or three straight games, and then they, they like, I don't know what happened. They get blown by or something like that. <laughs> And these two playoff games, they look amazing. But, they, you know, they have, like, moments that they revert back to to their, like, bad moments throughout the season. Well, we're, we're talking, like, you know, Rams and Chiefs already confirmed. Joe, Joe Burrow and uh, Jimmy Garoppolo might have something to say about that. But, uh, you know, it's all hypotheticals. But, um, yeah, I just hope that, you know, whatever Super Bowl matchup we get, it's a good one because yeah. just hope it's not the 49ers. Just to piggyback off PK If I'm a team in NFL right now, I don't want to see Cooper Cup or this man Odell on the other side. I know the Chiefs have Hill and Kelsey, but we've seen you can double team Tyreek and make everyone else around you because outside of Hill and Kelsey, the Chiefs have nobody like that stands out to you in the receiving area, any anything like even with Mahomes. So I mean, if the Rams come to play, which you know they will, Rams, y'all those boys, they'll come to play. They have a legit shot, and I don't see their defense stopping Odell or Cooper Cup to save their life. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, that secondary nope. is really bad. I just think that if the Rams get a lead early in the game, what happened yesterday can't happen against the Chiefs. Like, you can't keep allowing the Chiefs to keep coming back and coming back. They're going to beat you in that game. You're not you're not going to have a chance to uh, uh, a long play with, like, a 50-yard play when you can hit, like, cup or down the field. That's not going to happen, bro. You're not going to get that opportunity. The Chiefs know what to do. They've been here before. They know what to do in these situations. Matthew Stafford is going to have the greatest game he's ever played in his entire career, bro. With the Lions, he's going to have to be the best, bro. going to beat that Chiefs. Just like I said, the Chiefs have been here before, bro. They know what to do. Patrick Mahomes is the greatest quarterback in the league right now, and it's really not even close. Like, they've been here before. But, the Rams, like like Trey said, the Rams have a lot more weapons on offense, bro. If they can just use it, if they can use them right in and score touchdowns, I mean, it's a ball game, bro. But, like PC said, they have to get past the 49ers first. Just speaking of hypotheticals, though. We're just speaking of the matchup we would like to see. Okay? Yeah, we, we just talked about what we want to see, not what we might yeah, ask. Because I'm telling you right now, ladies and gentlemen, listening to the podcast, if we have to talk about a 49ers versus Chiefs Super Bowl, we're going to be very boring. It's not going to be exciting. I Nobody don't want to see a Jimmy Garoppolo Patrick Mahomes rematch. I made a bet with this girl. She's a Chiefs fan. I made a bet that they win win the Super Bowl. So I'm hoping the Bengals actually do something. Because if they don't, <laughs> they might not go for whoever comes out the NFC. No, no. No. Tolu, put your hate aside. Do what I did. Do what I did. Put your hate aside for Burrow and them boys. Like I did for Adam. I can't root for a division rival. I just can't do it. 
I don't need you to. Oh, you want the Chiefs I to win, bro? I just no, I don't want the Chiefs to win. I want them to beat them, and then whoever comes out of the NFC to whoop the Chiefs' butt. I don't care who makes okay, the Super Bowl concerned. as long as the Chiefs don't win it. That's literally it. exactly. There you go. Exactly. You the Chiefs go. don't win, but I need them to win this Sunday because I cannot see Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase in the Super Bowl doing the gritty. That would literally make me sick to my stomach. <laughs> that man over I would there hates my TV. <laughs> Literally, I will break my TV. Chiefs lose, America wins. Didn't you do the gritty when you won the trivia? You're a fraud. He did. I didn't do the gritty? What do you You mean? No, no, no. no. Actually, no, no, no. Trey, Trey, Trey. I think he did the gritty, but Herman had said that he had got the question wrong, bro. I remember. I didn't do the gritty. I was doing the No, no, no. It was the one where he just won. He was in place, but he did the gritty just in place. I didn't do the gritty. I never do do the gritty, bro. What do you mean? That's what you was doing, bro. I think you I remember, remember that. Playing no, show. I don't. Nobody forgets an eight-second dance. <laughs> <laughs> the iron. All right, the all iron. All right, all right. Let me let me go ahead. Let me go ahead and close this off. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is officially the end of TK's tier list for the season because I can't give a loser and winner next week because it'll be the Super Bowl picks. So, um, hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, thank you for Hermie for always gassing my segment up i really love it really enjoy that yep. thank you for, to the guys for always your list in your input so but what what you should do a tier list for all the crew members on the show yeah i do a tier list for the crew members all right so here we go so i'm gonna get <laughs> the first f, f of the week. goes f to hermy now i'm just joking yo what but now, but now i really i really enjoyed um doing the doing the tk's tier list um on the podcast, shout out to PC. He's the one that came up with the idea. Actually, I'm just a pretty face behind it. That's all I do. I just get my intakes on. I it. get yeah. um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's get into our hot takes of the week. And as always, if you want your hot take featured on the show, all you got to do is add us at social media, message us, get in contact with the boys, comment on YouTube, do what you got to do. And we look through the submissions and choose the best one for that week's episode. So, PC, we go ahead and play the fan hot take of the week. Yo, what's up? This is Chris. I'm from North Carolina, and my sports teams are the Celtics, the Panthers, and the Braves. This is the We Hate Sports fan hot take of the week. And this might be a little bit biased because I am a Panthers fan, but I feel like once we get the right quarterback, there's no stopping us. There's no stopping us. Once we get the right quarterback, and if we trade Christian McCaffrey, we're going to be the best team in the league. I have no doubt in my mind of that. Chris, man, you're right. He lost me. He lost me. All right, so first, 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 he lost me. He lost me. He lost me. He said, first team. All, Chris, he really- you said a lot of. Terrible takes, first of all. But here's the worst one. You mean to tell me that you think y'all going to be the best team when you sign a fat bastard named Ben McAdoo who had one of the worst head coaching <laughs> jobs? I can't. I can't. I can't. Okay. You right, hired right, wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. Hold on, TK. Hold on, hold on, hold on. He's a giant. Hold on, Trey. Hold on, Trey. Let's, 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 let's clear the air real quick. Ben McAdoo was a horrible head coach. I wish he was still a Giants head coach. But he was a horrible head coach. But... He is a very good offense coordinator. And very if he's just the offense coordinator, that's fine. 
But Joe, over Joe terrible head coach, they're probably a good OC or DC. I don't know. I don't know if it's over Joe Brady, but wait, actually, yeah, actually, Sean, I would love to. Go ahead, Sean. I would not be watching football next year. I'm sorry. I think you have the worst head coach in the NFL and the worst starting quarterback in the NFL. You should take the year off from watching football. It's not going to be a good year. You guys are going to be horrible. Just stop watching. Hey, Chris, before you hear anything else, Sean is the same guy who said Cam was back and better than ever, baby. So don't listen oh. to anything he says because he's a damn fraud. Yeah, don't no, listen to Wow, he broke. No, the fact man, that said that was this man, Sean, was really gassing Cam's return after he only played two snaps. This man <laughs> said the Panthers, bro. He said the Panthers are going to be the best team in the league. Yes, bro. That's in the lost. league. Like, yeah, you love uh, quarterback delusional. They do need a better quarterback, but the best team, no. They need a better They got a, they got a good defense, though. Their defense but I mean, isn't bad. But here's, yeah, here's that's what I'm saying. They only need the quarterback, really. And then where do they. What do they trade McCaffrey for? I think they Trey, need here's my thing. Trey, here's my thing. Here's what I don't understand. So let me get this straight. You go from Cam to um, Sam. Back to Cam. Passed on Fields, who was there if you really wanted a quarterback. You just did so. You don't. You just don't want a quarterback. You do not want a quarterback. You thought for whatever reason. No, 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 TK. Darnold they might use CMC guy. for Sam trade leverage for the QB. They're looking to trade him. It's just Ooh, a matter Sam of Darnold? Who is, no, not Sam trade. Darnold. No, 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 oh, no, no Christian McCaffrey. CMC. They're looking to trade CMC. So it's just a matter That's of what good. team wants him. And they'll probably try and aim You're not getting a first-round pick. You're not getting a second-round pick. You're probably not getting a third-round pick. Not with I, John, I think they're going to get a CMC. He's still a great great running back. Let's not sleep on him. He's still a great running back. Second, third, third or fourth round pick, maybe. I'm not giving up a second for Christian McCaffrey. I'm not giving up a second. I wouldn't even give up a second. Maybe third is is the highest I'd go as a third, bro. It's still CMC. Not for a running back. It's still CMC, though. That's the thing. Healthy CMC is the best running back in the league. Wait, wait, hold on. Hold on, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I want to hear what Sean had to say because he was about to go. Uh, I don't think I was going to say anything. I was saying I was just running to TK, saying that I wouldn't trade much at all. For, I definitely wouldn't trade a first-round pick for any running back, pretty much, especially not one injury-prone like Christian McCaffrey. Exactly. Uh, you took a running back. In the, you took a running back. I, I took a running back total. I was the general manager. No, yes, okay. your team took a injured render. Mark my word, this year CMC will be healthy as ever, healthier than a horse. He will become the best running back in the league again, and y'all will so. start respecting him. But wait, he's but only wait. like I already respect him. Wait, 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 you should spend her. Two questions. So two questions then. One, how old is Christopher? How old is he's only like he's only like twenty five, bro. It's only been oh, wow. like yeah. four years. Okay, so yeah, so he's young. And then second, y'all but really think they're gonna trade him? And who, who 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 do you who who are you gonna Sean. trade him to? Like Shut up. trying to think, who needs a running back? Who needs a running You're back? Trading trading someone who needs a running back, but can also um give them like a decent quarterback in return, probably or a high draft pick, something like that. Or I would say maybe the Dolphins or the Bills. Those are the only teams I could think of. Oh, how about the Seattle McCaffrey on the Bills? Ladies and gentlemen. If the Christian Bills, McCaffrey I was like, goes to the Bills, 
They're winning the yeah. Super Bowl next year. I'm calling it right now. Yeah. 100% what, what, no what, what, what the hell is the Bills? Here's, here's another team. Here's another team. How about the Seattle Seahawks? about the Seattle I think the Seahawks should be trading away players, not trading for yeah, players. I think I they need to blow I think, it up. I, 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 TC, I think you trade, so trade Christian McCaffrey. So get Russell Wilson. Well, no, you yeah, trade TC. Christian McCaffrey for Russell Wilson. Yeah, that's what I say. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. Because I'm sure the Seahawks will take... No, what? What are you talking about? about? Their running backs now are butt. Yeah. So nah, you're going to trade bro. your Christian, franchise bro, Christian McCaffrey on the Bills, though. What, what, will the the Bills Bills, have to give what will the Bills give the Panthers? How do they make that happen? That, that needs to happen. Mitchell Trubisky. Actually, Trubisky needs to happen. for damn yeah. CMC? Yes, Trubisky for CMC. Stop talking. There you go. That's so disrespectful. There you go. <laughs> that's, that's, that's so Trubisky isn't horrible. Trubisky, Trubisky isn't for horrible. CMC, that's a good trade. Yeah. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. He gave him one of the quarterbacks. for his trolls. Stop Why are you guys so disrespectful and trolling CMC right now? You falling for the trolls, bro. You're allowing them to troll you right now. Okay, um, let's move on to our crew member hot takes of the week. So, I'm going to throw it to you, Tolu. What is your hot take of the week? I'm praying to the Lord, to the heavens above. Now that Anthony Davis is coming back next tomorrow against the Brooklyn Nets, I am praying, can the Lakers win at least five games, five straight games? Can they do that for me, please? Because I swear I am losing my mind. Every time they play, they win one game, and then the next game they get blown out, and then they win the next game, and then the next two games they get blown out again. I'm sick and tired of these inconsistent-ass can they just go on a win streak? Please, I'm begging. I'm begging you. Please. Who's our next five opponents, Tolu? They we play the they play the Nets and they play the Mickey Mouse Sixers and that's all I remember right now. Wait, Tolu, I'm dropping You see, you see how he just throws at PC. Wasn't this a hot take? I didn't know this was a prayer, bro. You. They, like, I, that's my hot take. The Lakers are going on a five game win streak. There, I said it. Okay. Sure. All right. All right. Oh, okay. Not like a prayer to me, but I guess, bro. It was yeah, definitely it's, a it's prayer. Also, half, it's half a prayer. Also, I don't understand how the Sixers are Mickey Mouse when we're literally a top four seed right now. Okay, so, we don't care. I'll, You're I'll, still going to choke in the playoffs. No, you clearly right. care. You clearly Darryl care. Daryl Morey is wasting at Joel Embiid's, like, Career high. Hey, Daryl Morey is doing this. Daryl Morey is doing that. Daryl Morey is, is looking for trades right now. He's currently uh, looking you sure for about that? You sure there was about actually that? a report. There was actually a report that came out today that the Sixers offered the Kings a, deal, a trade for Tyrese Halliburton and a few first-round picks for Ben and Simmons. You know I'm assuming, and, no, 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 no. Let me finish. And I'm assuming we are giving them more in return. Because that is that is one of their core players that they want to play around. So I, I don't see them trading Tyrese Halliburton. Well, you okay. don't see a lot of things. You don't see a lot of things with the Daryl Morey trade and the Ben Simmons situation. Not a lot of people do, and that's perfectly okay with me. But to say that Daryl Morey isn't looking for a trade, he's clearly looking for a trade. And if we don't get that trade, if all else fails this season, totally. guess Why what? Would you get we are started? going after the we are going after James Harden this offseason. Man, you're not going to get a lot. There's okay. a lot of executives in the league that believe that James Harden is going to be a sixer next year. Oh. <laughs> yeah, right. Ooh, 
Name you one. Want, I'll, I'll send the report. I'll send, send it. Send it right now. Send it right now. That man got that. He got that report bookmarked, boy. <laughs> that man is resigning in Brooklyn, bro. He's not going to the Sixers, buddy. I promise you. Hey, Herbie, resigning with Brooklyn. Okay, um, Gianni, what is your hot take of the week? Um, my hot take is going to be a continuation of a hot take that I had like a month ago. Uh, that the Miami Heat are going to finish as the number one seed. Um, I know it's January, and we have less than three months um, until, you know, the playoffs. And the Heat right now are the number one seed. I think the East, the top five seeds of the East, is going to be decided by two games. Was that it? Like two games each, each team? Um, Like, if you look at one to five, um like how separate each team is going to be, like seed to seed, is only going to be a two-game difference. That's how tight the East is. This Isn't season. there like three teams in the East like with the same like number of wins or like damn near something like that? Um, Last time I checked the standing, it was like two oh, teams with like 21 wins, something like that. Um, the Heat and the Bucks have 30 wins, and every no, other just, team... Oh, yeah. What? No, go ahead. You're right. Oh, yeah. Um, he and the Bucks have 30 wins, and I think every other team has, like, 28 wins, basically. Yeah, I know it's some close together. Oh, the Bulls have 29? Okay, yeah. So it's really, really tight. And I think it's going to be a two-game difference. It it might not be so hot because right now it looks really tight. If you look at the setting right now, but by April, I think that will be, like, amazing finish. Hey, Gianni, the way y'all are playing, I wouldn't be surprised if y'all make a deep push. We just have to get healthy, honestly. I appreciate a non-trolling opinion. You want to know something crazy? We I haven't roll, had a son. healthy team. We haven't had a healthy team since before Thanksgiving. And we're somehow the number one. See, I don't, I don't know. It, it might be just players stepping up. Eric uh, kudos to Eric Spoke. Yeah. Thank you. Spo yeah, should be coach of the year, honestly. Meanwhile, our coach, that man can't even draw up plays on 2K. That damn bum. Sean, what is your hot take of the week? So, um, I kind of already said my hot take. I may as well just keep going with that, considering I believe I was the only person to pick the 49ers to beat the Rams. Uh, so, I guess that's a pretty hot take. I just and own Sean McVay. He has won six times in a row. McVay has not beaten him since 2018. I'm not going against history. I'm not going against logic. I know Stafford is much better than Jimmy Garoppolo, but I have faith in Shanahan. I think he's going to beat McVay, beat the Rams, and they're going to make this rule on the back of their defense and their running game. All right. Trey, what is your hot take of the week? My hot take is about the Boston Celtics. I'm sure you all heard the recent news. We traded for Bull Bull. That was a good move. We're taking a step forward in the right direction, finally. And I think that once he comes back off his entry, he's supposed to miss like 8 to 12 weeks, something like that. If he doesn't play the rest of this year, I wouldn't care. He gets healthy, comes back better next year. Bobo, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum will be a dynamic tree. No, they will be a terrific trio they will be a problem in the east and if we get some better coaching because i may he's not going to get it done brad he's not going to get it done if we can just get the role players going 
we get everybody else, the starters going, our Horford has looked good, Rob Williams has looked good, I think we'll be serious again. Because this year, it's terrible. <laughs> shut up. Shut up. Because y'all suck. Y'all are as bad as us. And I don't want to hear it. Y'all roster is better than ours. I don't want to hear it. Now, if we can get it going next year, because I already lost hope for this year. I don't see anything happening. But next year, when Bowl Bowl and everybody's back, we have a good team. If we can get rid of Imo, we will be serious contenders again. That is my high take for the Boston Celtics. And I can't wait. He will show Embiid who the true African of the East is. He will show him. He will show him. The obsession that y'all have with my team is incredible. Crazy. PC. You guys are Celtic rivals. Yeah, PC, 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 PC this, PC that. Shut up. Shut up. Um, PC, what is your hot take of the week? Well, it's definitely not going to be a basketball take because you guys have already mentioned my sixes so much this week. So I'll go with the NFL. The Arizona Cardinals. Man, what a disappointing end to year season, huh? Um, I was actually reading a stat about your head coach, Cliff Kingsbury, um, after your loss against the, um, the Los Angeles Rams in the wildcard round. Um, and it's a very interesting stat. So hear this. Cliff Kingsbury, before he came to Arizona as their head coach, um, he was a head coach at Texas Tech, for those who don't know. And he coached Patrick Mahomes. You know, he has a lot of offensive creativity. However, in the four seasons that he was the Texas Tech head coach, first season, they lost their first, they lost their last five out of six games, I believe. And the next year, it was like their last six out of eight games. And then the year after that, they lost five out of their last six again. And then he came to the Cardinals. The Cardinals. They started seven and zero this year, seven and zero, and they lost five out of their last six games. Disappointing ending to their season. Didn't put up much of a fight against their divisional rival. Um, and Kyler Murray, the guy that I actually have a lot of confidence in, looked terrible. So my hot take for this week is that Cliff Kingsbury will be fired. By the Arizona Cardinals. He's on the last year of his contract, and they're going to bring in a head coach as more suited to lead a team quite like the Arizona Cardinals, a young team like that, a young, uh, experienced head coach that can bring Kyler Murray in the right direction. I don't quite know who that is. Maybe they go with a long shot in, say, uh, Jim Harbaugh or Jim Caldwell. However, I think it's just time to give up on Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury. He's just not the answer for really any team that he coaches, in my opinion. Because it just all goes bad towards the end. Last and certainly not least, TK, looking fly over there with his sunglasses. Um, please give us your hot take of the week. Yeah, I had to put the Ray Bans on for the haters. <clears throat> all right. It's going to be a lot of hate, but of, of what I'm about to say. Those the hater blockers? The Denver Broncos. There's a hater <laughs> blockers. The Denver Broncos are going to announce their head coaching this week. You hear this, Sean? I'm going to repeat it. The Denver Broncos are going to announce their head coach this week. And it will be Nathaniel Hackett. It will not be Dan, Dan Quinn. Quinn. It will uh, not. Be Dan Quinn. 
And you know what, Gianni? And you know what? Not Gianni, but you know what, Sean? Dan Quinn is going to be your new head coach, bud. You're going to get him in for that second interview the same week that you got, that you got him in for the first interview. And you are going to sign him. And you are going to rot. And you are going to stink. And you are going to be mid. You will never change. It will be another five to ten years of a bunch of mid-pack. And you are going to love it. And you will not be able to do anything about it. Saquon will continue to have those fucked up knees. He will be injured by week three. Daniel Jones will fumble the ball 30 times by week nine. And nothing will change, bud. Nothing will change. That is my hot bro. What made you you hop off the Brian Flores train? Wait, what? What I, made you hop off the Brian Flores train? Where you think he go oh, now? Um, I have no idea where Brian. I would not be surprised if he doesn't So here's here's where I think he ends up. I think he either ends up with the Giants, but that's I, I don't think that's his first choice. I, I think, don't the, think we're getting maybe 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 the Bears. Maybe they seem to be very interested. And yeah, man, I really think those are the like his two options right now, bro. Maybe I mean. You really know who the Giants, the Giants, they don't need Dan Quinn. They really We're need, up. shut yeah, up, I Sean, shut up. They really need, they need Josh McDaniels to develop young Daniel Jones and get him to his Tim there's, Tebow status. His glory days of back in Josh That's exactly again. what the Giants need. Oh, no. PK, he will be a head coach. For the Patriots, when Bill Belichick retires and Trey I can see that. Bill Belichick would promote his son before he would promote Josh McDaniels, buddy. <laughs> but I hope Brian Dable becomes the Giants head coach because Brian Dable has been carried by Josh Allen ever since Josh Allen's meteoric rise. Ever Our Giants fans really want him, dude. Brian, like, they Dable really want him. Brian, Brian Dable, Brian Dable, uh, like... I described his offense as. I've never heard PC say this before Brian Dable was projected to be a giant. He hasn't. No. He's just an obsessed. No, I've said, I perhaps said in the past that the offense is very archaic at times, which it was, which is why they had the regular season record that they did to begin with. At one point, at one point, point, they were seven and six. Seven and six. They lost to the Jacksonville Jaguars. They did. A single offensive touchdown against the Jacksonville Jaguars, man. I remember that. I remember that. that There's good. more. Look, this is the dream scenario for the Giants coaching tree. Hear me out. You have head coach Josh McDaniels, mm-hmm. offensive coordinator Chip Kelly, defensive oh. coordinator. You oh. have Dan Quinn. You can't oh, go wrong with shit. that trio right there. That's six, <laughs> that's six wins. That's six wins on your season, Sean. And it'll be the I first time you guys crack six cool. wins in like he seven years. Trey knows he's getting Josh McDaniels as head coach. You're deflecting right now, Sean. You're in denial. And it's okay, oh, yeah. bud. It's okay because when you think you fire Joe Brian Judge and Gettleman leaves and it's going to get better. It's only going to get worse. It's only going to get worse. <laughs> and I just want you to realize Sean, this. Sean really thinks they're going to get realized this. You guys winning six games in a season is a stepping stone. That's sad, bud. That is sad. <laughs> Sean thinks Jesus they're going to get weak, too. Like, imagine. Brian Dable and Wink Martindale. 
You're not getting winked, buddy. Oh, well. Patrick Patrick Graham is a great Wink is not going for him. Patrick Graham is a great defensive coordinator. Whoever does hire him is going to be getting a great coach. Towards the end of episode 57 of the We Eight Sports Podcast. I want to thank everyone coming out this week. Follow our Twitter, WHS underscore podcast. Our WHS underscore podcast. Our YouTube, youtube.com slash we hate sports. And our TikTok at we hate sports with the two Wes's at the end. That should be fixed uh, by next week because uh, it'll be or in two weeks time. Uh, because we'll be able to change our username by then. Um, Wait, who messed up the username for TikTok? I bet you. Don't worry about it. PC, PC it messed it up. Them. Did you really? PC messed it up. Yes. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Hey, uh, TK, what was this 3.0 GPA PC was talking about earlier? Oh, my gosh. Fraud. <laughs> you're from Atlanta, buddy. No, you're I'm not, all the I am not from Tolu, Atlanta. you're literally only at your school on sports. Wait. Not even, all like, right. Guys, guys, just let, let him finish his monologue because then I have something I would like to say after. Go ahead. Okay, go ahead, I got PC. You guys troll so much and get off topic so quickly, you don't even realize. Um... Shout out to the guys in RPW um, for coming on to Off the Top Rope uh, for the last couple of weeks now. Uh, love having them on. Uh, great group of guys. Um, and make sure you guys check out each games this weekend as well. They are both on Sunday. The AFC Championship game, I believe, is at 3. NFC Championship game is at 6.30. So make sure to tune in to CBS Paramount+. Plus. For the AFC Championship game and the um, box for the NFC Championship game. And then the Super Bowl will be on NBC this year. Um, oh, what are you doing, bruh? <laughs> what is wrong oh, with you, oh, dog? Like, go. why are you like I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> dog, it's it's fine. Been doing this for like what? 10 minutes, bruh. It, you know, Bro, I, I just, I've just grown to ignore it. I've just grown to ignore it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, you know why he's like that. Yeah. Um, he was the baby. Next week. Next week. This is the big thing I wanted to say. Next week, we hate trivia 10. Oh Ladies my gosh, and gentlemen. Yes, I'm excited. Yeah, I'm going track. back to back, boy. Coming back for my crown. If Tolu wins it's again, be great. we are going to do a whole inquisition. We are going to figure out that he's cheating. It's going to be a whole scandal. It's going to be a whole scandal again, a whole thread, possibly. Yeah, a whole thread. Here we go again. They don't want to see you winning. They don't want to see you winning. You're the one making or helping make the questions this week, G. Um, So, you know, really go out all out. Yeah, G, we're going to come up with good questions. For these questions. Um, If I have to leave everybody with a piece of advice for this week. just be kind to others uh, because you never know anybody's full story. Um, you never know what people are going through. Um, I'll use the example that I saw today. Um, Michael Beasley. Uh, it was a couple of weeks ago. He was playing a game for the Lakers and he forgot his game shorts. He was wearing his black practice shorts. Um, and he went on to say, uh, because 
from, uh, you know, he was obviously clowned for it. And a quote, quote, and I quote, off the court, my mom died when I was playing for the Lakers. My cousin died the game I ever got my shorts in Oklahoma. I was battling that day. The whole world laughed at me. It hurt my feelings. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. It's so hard. It's so easy to judge. As humans, it's natural for us to judge any sort of situation, whether good or bad. It's easy to judge other humans because it's just in our nature. If everybody can make a conscious effort to have a little bit of empathy for others around us, for our fellow peers, even for the people that we don't know, because you never know what others are going through. Um, I always try to do the best for not only you guys, but for everybody who helps support not only this podcast, but what I do in my personal life as well. Um, because you never know when people might need it. Um, yeah, uh, that's what I got this week. CK, I know you want to say something. Yeah. Um, on our, I don't know if you guys saw, but on our Instagram page, uh, I know Trey's going to start it. Um, we're starting a GoFundMe for Gianni's kids. Um, he refuses to feed them. He refuses to shower them. He refuses to. <laughs> Oh my god. Man. What the oh. no. hey, I, hey, he's he's I was like, what are we starting a GoFundMe for? But then I know. Again, I it was because Sean But wait, I have, I have to tell you guys something. I love you, bro. Gianni, I love you. Yeah, but I have to tell you guys something. They're not my kids. They're TK's kids. Not oh. my kids. No, they're yours, buddy. He did. You are the father. No, I think they're actually both it, of yours. It turns out it's TK's. I think bro, they are both of yours. You are yeah, both of them. played by the same BM. Ironic. Yo, you have like it's TK's and Toe's kids. Not my kids. No, I definitely You are both the dad. I couldn't nah, see this man TK as a dad because I know to teach his kids about his culture, he had them watch Scarface. Bro, That's as close as he get to teaching about Cuba, bro. That's as close as he would get. I already know. Say that. that really hurt uh, my feelings, bro. That's pretty that racist. Really hurt my feelings, bro. Uh, like, good night. Messed up. Good night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's all love, buddy. 